Hey, y'all, happy Homegirl Thursday. If you don't know, this is your girl, Maria, the spiritual homegirl. We are about bettering self and spirit to empower community from a homegirl just like you perspective. Woo, that edit sounds pretty good. I want to give y'all an update on what's going on in life. Uh, I know things have happened within the past 24 hours, um, especially those in, in, in black matters. It's been a very heavy uh, couple days. I just wanted to check in with y'all and make sure y'all are okay. Um, I want to remind you guys to give yourself permission to feel what you need to feel. I want you to give yourself permission to unplug from what you need to unplug from. And I would like for you to give yourself permission to um, give yourself the choice to use your power to make the next move. I know that sometimes people are moving at the direction of others. That can be dangerous. I'm very much so a champion of will, being able to do things on your own will, making your own choices. And I just want to remind you guys that although things may seem heavy, to continue to remember that you do have that power of choice. Okay? Today, um, I normally would have a YouTube video or a podcast, right? I'm doing something different today. I hope some of you hear it in time. But in about three hours, which will be 3 p.m. Pacific time, 6 p.m. Eastern, I'm going to go live with my partner, Jeremy. Jeremy is actually a friend of mine from many, many years ago. And it's funny because we've been kind of on our own journey, but at the same time. So a lot of our awakenings have happened kind of in the same time frame. Um, we, we just really were kindred spirits, but on different paths as we all are. But what I mean by different paths is when I went to go study tropical astrology, he went to sidereal. And the thing about sidereal astrology and um, why I don't think it has been incorporated much into the conversation as much as it needs to be is because I've seen two things. And again, everybody, everybody has their own reasoning as to why they think that is. But in terms of my own experience, the reason why I think that it has not gotten the proper due is because a lot of people that have gotten into sidereal, when they present sidereal to the masses, I can count on maybe one hand how many have gone about it in a way that's educational and not high horse. And when I say high horse, I mean the people that I've seen that talked about sidereal astrology. And it's not a shock because people are going to do what they do. I can accept it or reject it just like you. I chose to reject it because I didn't like the approach. But the approach was on some, y'all really think the sun is in Taurus. It's really in Aries. And that's how I know y'all don't know nothing. So it almost kind of comes off on like the spirituality being a badge of honor. Oh, I, I know this system and you guys think you know and you guys don't have any idea. And it's like, nah, I'll rip. I don't want to support shit that anybody's doing that comes up like that. So I, I've tuned that kind of stuff out. However, Jeremy's never really kicked sidereal that way. If I say the sun is in Taurus, he'll say the sun is in Aries. Because in sidereal astrology, it's a possibility that it could be. And uh, and the reason why I say possibilities because the dates are a little different because you have to include that 13th sign in there. So, um, yeah, he might he might, you know, say he'll say something like, oh, well, the sun's in Aries, blah, 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 blah. It's not on a hey, guys, the sun ain't in Taurus. It's in Aries like he doesn't go like that. So for me, I'm like, you know, when the when the approach is respectful of the fact that people may not know what's going on. Or people may want a different perspective. It's not coming off like you're belittling people and things like that. You're trying to assert yourself by disrespecting somebody else's viewpoint. I'm down for discussion. So I've been wanting to talk with Jeremy for years about this. And um, three years later, here we are. I guess sometimes things got to happen on the the time that it's meant to be aligned with. So I'll be doing an Instagram live 
with Jeremy. So if you don't follow me on Instagram at Spiritual Homegirl, definitely tap in. Um, so you can see what we're going to talk about. Jeremy is so excited to talk about sidereal astrology. He has a whole outline that he wants to talk to y'all about. And I'm really excited because you can tell when somebody really wants to present things because of how they prepare. And I think that is great. And again, it's going to be at three o'clock Pacific time, 6 p.m. Eastern. If you're hearing this message after today, which is Thursday, May 7th, 2020, and you're hearing it after 3 p.m. Pacific time, 6 p.m. Eastern time. The live will be up for about 24 hours. What I noticed with Instagram live, unfortunately, is for those that missed out on the skincare, um, spirit skincare, stress and survival live with my girl Jacqueline from Master Esthetician. Um, she's a my she's my esthetician that's based out of Beverly Hills. She's really, really amazing. And um, we talked about skincare, stress, survival <laughs> and um, in spirit. We talked about that for about an hour and a half, which is actually kind of long. You know, Instagram only does an hour before they kick you off. So we did a part two. And I noticed that people really enjoyed it. And um, I just want to continue bringing things in various channels that I can to reach whoever needs to be reached. The podcast is still going on. However, the thing about the podcast that's a little harder for me is I really love to link up with people and interview if you heard the episode of Bad Luck or Good Luck, the artist formerly known as Bad Luck, his name is now Good Luck, Terrence. Um, that was the last interview that I did. It was about a month and a half ago. And I really enjoyed being able to link up with him and sit across from him and talk and vibe. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's my kind of deal when it comes to interviews. I've interviewed many guests remotely. And the only reason why I interviewed them remotely is because I couldn't pull up on them in person. But you better believe, if I had seen Valeria, the Mexican witch in New Orleans, I would have pulled up on her and did it there. If I was able to pull up on um, Afia Ubamu and talk to her in person about plant-based living when it wasn't so cold in December, when I wasn't on my lunch break doing the interview in my car. Tip, that's, that's what I did. <laughs> Pro tip, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. But that's some little tea. I did that interview in my car on lunch, okay? That was a long time ago, but... There's been plenty of uh, even um, um, Delora Guignon, the mind sex um, coach, like she was fire, but she's in Canada. So if I could have pulled up in Canada, I would have did that. You know what I'm saying? So I really I only do remote interviews if there's absolutely no way other possible alternative to get up there. So um, with these interviews, there are a lot more interviews I want to do, but I just want to make sure that um, I present them in the way that's best authentic. The vibe is different when you're able to be in person. A lot of y'all may understand that. You can, it's, it's a different type of energy exchange. Everything's an energy exchange. But when you're in person, you can really feel that person. You can really get close to them and you can feel and you can vibe off each other. You can literally feel the energy coming back and flowing to you. Back and forth, back and forth. That was me and Terrence or good luck. Um, that was our vibe for hours. So I just want that same energy exchange to reflect in how I do my work with interview guests. So I just want to remind y'all, like, you know, I haven't forgot about the podcast. I know you're probably like, damn girl, like the fuck, what you doing? That's what it is. And this quarantine has kind of made it very hard <laughs> to do so. Um, so what I've been doing in the meantime is finding other ways to bring perspectives to the forefront. Cause I also know that it's a lot of stuff on Instagram. So I think on Facebook, so I think social media, it's a lot of noise. Um, sometimes that no and noise, when I say noise, that doesn't mean a, it's not all bad. Okay. Like noise is just a lot going on. Sometimes you like noise. Sometimes you like what's playing outside. 
Um, for me, like my neighbors is playing reggaeton right now. That's noise. But I like reggaeton, so it's good noise. Um, sometimes they play old alternative uh, 80s hair ballads, and I don't want to hear that shit at 10 o'clock in the morning. And so that's bad noise. You know what I'm saying? So when I say noise, all noise ain't bad noise. So in this case, there's a lot of noise on social media. And for me, I'm like, okay, I'm seeing stuff every day on the timeline. And I'm seeing that people are hurt. People are confused. People are upset. People are disappointed. People are angry. Everybody has the right to feel all of that. So the way I looked at it is I'm seeing this in front of me. I got to do something. So that's why I decided to do these different types of lives to kind of contribute a different type of noise to the noise that already exists. Maybe it's some noise you may want to hear, you know, if that's what is, if that's what you would like to, uh, if that's what you would like to, you know, get perspective from. So that's what I've been doing. Also, um, I've been working on this, this project with DJ Fresh. For those who don't know, I've been working on it for a while. And, um, let me put this computer up. Ooh. And, um, we have gotten very close to getting some things tightened up. In the meantime, there's a project that I am working on. Well, that, not that I work on, but I contributed to that drops tomorrow. Um, <laughs> I want to talk about it. I mean, I could technically because the, the contracts have gone through. So everything, the contracts are done. It's, a, it's an official production credit. I'm listed on liner notes. Publishing is already kind of factored in. So technically, I probably could talk about it, but... I, I don't know. I guess I'll wait. Oh, man, I don't even know why I said that. I hate people do that to me. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm basically on a really dope artist project. It's a, one of my favorite rappers since I was a little girl. He did a project. I ended up contributing vocals to the track. The producer, well, Fresh. Fresh and I, he told me to say something. I thought it was fire. And I was like, oh, for sure. Next thing I know, he actually did a dope-ass beat on it. It was like, I'm going to make a track out of this. I was like, oh, okay, cool. He was like, look, my homegirl... Let's get the publishing together so you can get paid off of it. I was like, oh, no problem, because that's what real friends do. When there's an opportunity for you to get a bag, they tell you about it so you ain't finding out on the back end. So he put me on game. I was like, yo, you know you can make money from this, right? I said, oh, no, I didn't know. Put me on. So that's how he put me on. It was just a simple request. Next thing I knew, I was able to make some money from it. So I was like, all right, cool, whatever. The track is fire. So I was like, wow. He said, man, this artist jumped on it. I'm like, oh, shit. That's another heavyweight. All right, cool, cool. But then he said, man, this other artist wanted to, uh, wants to jump on it, too. So now we got two dope artists that's on the track. And I was like, oh, man, two dope artists. And I'm on this track? Oh, this is fire. So I'm just kind of like, wow, okay, this is, this is really random how this happened. But, I, I mean, it happened for a reason, so I'll take it. So we went through the... Uh, the process with getting that done and, you know, the, you know, the artists, you know, solidifying with his attorneys, making sure everything was straight and, you know, making sure agreements and stuff were, you know, signed and returned and understood. And that's where we at now. So, um, tomorrow, you know, maybe I'll, you know, I'll share it tomorrow. I'll share it tomorrow. I also got to do a tribe letter for you all. If you haven't signed up for tribe letter, please do so at spiritualhomegirl.com. The pop-up is going to tell you to put your information in, make sure you check your inbox so that you can confirm because I noticed that people are getting tripped up to say, I'm not getting the emails. I'm like, well, did you go to the, the subscription confirmation email once you signed up? And they're like, oh, so check your spam folder or junk folder. If it doesn't come to your inbox, you can make sure you confirm with them that you want to receive emails from me. So I was going to do one yesterday. I was going to launch something that has been kind of close to my heart since for a while. Honestly, since I got my um, a couple of certifications, I was like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do something with this. And then with the quarantine, it just kind of made it even more of a pressing issue to do something with it. Right. 
Like I'm like, oh no, people have to be equipped to figure out how to do this particular thing because people are, um, people need to be able to equip themselves and have different skill sets in their toolbox to center and stay grounded, right? But I was going to launch it yesterday. I was going to do a three uh, tribe letter kind of week. It was going to go out, one went out Monday, one was going to go out yesterday, and another one was going to go out today. But with um, Ahmad Arbery and um, I think Sean Neal, I think that's his name. I want to make sure I said that right. I don't want to disrespect the deceased. Hold on. Let me make sure. Because I didn't find out about the other gentleman that passed until um, right before I went to sleep. And I was like, oh, man, like, come on. Yes, Sean Reed. So I had the correct. So my Aubrey was very heavy as it was. And then I found out about Sean uh, Reed afterwards. And I was like, all right, like, this ain't no good time anyway. I mean, I'm not even in a space to where I want to put something out like this. I mean, Right now, it's just it's about something bigger and it's about bringing awareness. And when I mean awareness, and I guess I'll speak on it now, this is going to probably end up being a an actual podcast. Wow. Okay, no problem. I don't mind it. Me personally, I like to kind of show up differently. I like to make sure that my shit is polished. Y'all know that. But sometimes y'all also know that I have to just kick it with no edits, kick it with my neighbor's loud ass music in the background. And we just have to go there. Right. So um, the whole thing about. Amal Arbery, that was very, very trying. And this is not going to be triggering anybody, okay? So I don't want anybody to feel like they have to cut it off. We're not talking about, if anything, this talk is going to be about protecting those who are easily triggered and for those who do not want to see it, okay? So I just want to kind of give you all the preface before we go into this conversation that it's not what you think it's going to be. My stance on these issues and these issues, I mean, injustice um, to those who look like us, our sisters, our brothers, our cousins, our husbands, our wives, our children, our elders, whoever it is. We can see ourselves or our relatives or our loved ones in these people that um, that are um, unjustly done this way. Sometimes they survive it. Sometimes they don't. A lot of times they don't. And it's upsetting. And I understand that. And um, everyone has the right to be upset. However, I had a very lengthy conversation with a gentleman. And normally I don't do that. Y'all know I don't argue for free. But the more I conversed with this man, I really seen that it wasn't really an argument as much as it was a lack of understanding to the fact that looking at these types of things, these videos that constantly go back in, 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 in forth across the feed without our consent, we don't have a pop-up. We don't have a, a warning. We don't have any prompts that allow us to say, hey, this is a sensitive image. Let's, let's you know, double check before you want to look at this. A lot of those videos and I have that yesterday. And um, I was more so pushing the line of we have boundaries. And if you have those boundaries to where you do not want to see someone, um, you don't want to see someone's death on your screen. You have the rights to not see that you have the right to take a stand for your personal mental health boundary your spirit health boundary to say I don't want to see that and I think that people got in and not with this gentleman this gentleman from when I when I actually finally got to the root of it the gentleman has saw a post that my dog Josh from Healing While Black who is uh, formerly known as Free Negro University he's actually a former podcast guest 
um, about two years ago, if I remember correctly. Wow, time flies. But he made a post that said, don't show it to him. He will not share it. Don't tag him. Don't DM him. None of it because he's not showing it. And the thing about social media that I do, I do love is that social media allows you to be at the cutting edge or the pulse of what's going on in the world. It's a beautiful thing because because of these things, we're able to know what's really going on and not what's being fed to us by news companies that are owned by corporations, but they own agendas, right? You get an unbiased view most of the time. So it's normally a third party view. Um, somebody just a bystander, you know, for better or for worse, you know what's going on. And Josh was saying, hey, I'm not with this. I don't want to I don't want to I don't want to be re-traumatized by this. I, this is trauma. OK, I don't want to perpetuate a cycle of trauma. And the people that saw his post and I reposted it on my Instagram and the people that saw me repost it, screenshot that without context, because me and Josh both explained that mental health boundaries are very important, especially during this time. In an uncertain world, the last thing we need, and, I, and let me not even say we, the last thing I need is something else to throw me off balance or potentially throw me off balance, right? A lot of us are struggling and now I, feel, I call, now I feel comfortable speaking for a lot of people now. But a lot of us are uncomfortable with what's going on because this is unknown territory. And the need to stay centered and grounded is so necessary. So to have something so traumatic like that, it could really lock a lot of people off their square. Understandably so. So what I was saying was, and what Josh was saying was, look, like it's a lot of trauma going on in this world. We don't need to see more trauma to get active in our communities. We don't need to see that. We can bring awareness to the injustice. It's not downplaying this man's injustice and getting his, you know, and, and wanting to get that justice that he deserves and that his loved ones deserve. But you don't have to show it to us for us to believe in that because we already know how pressing of an issue it is. Right. But when people don't get the context or they don't want to hear the context or read the context, they just kind of take the screenshot and do what they do. And that's no that's no different than blogs or other outlets kind of taking a, you know, two minutes out of an hour interview and then kind of making an entire point and, and illustrating a narrative based off two minutes like there ain't 58 other minutes to go off of. I just want to remind you guys, the importance of context is so key right now, y'all. Before we believe in something wholeheartedly and form an opinion, please let's, and I'm imploring you, Please, collectively, myself included, let's take a few extra minutes to do some real fact checking, some real due diligence before we buy into a person or until we buy into an ideology or until we buy into an opinion or a narrative that has been presented to us for God knows what reason. OK, the gentleman that I was having this discussion with was telling me that a leader told him and many others to share the video, the same leader has also been accused of fraud by many of our contemporaries in this in this um, in this fight. And when I say this fight, I mean the fight for people to be happy, healthy, whole as black people, whether they're activists on the front lines, whether they're school teachers, whether they're general citizens, whether they're, you know, people in film, you know, people in uh, entertainment, whether it's people that's in restaurant, like everybody, everybody is able to have a fight in this. We look for this one leader to be this savior when in actuality, I believe that leading people starts with leading self if we can set a good example for ourselves do i have to sit there and buy into this leader's ideology and follow him blindly no i can support what he's doing if it aligns with my values and doesn't compromise my integrity as a being on this earth but 
I can also continue to push my own mission by doing the best that I can here and inspire somebody to do the same, right? And if you disagree, that's fine. But that's what I'm on. So this person had kind of quoted this leader and was like, yo, this leader is telling me, you know, I should do it. And it low-key pissed me off because I'm like, wow, we need to make sure that we don't blindly follow just one person. And y'all know I'm not for blind following of anybody, not even myself. I would really love for y'all to fuck with what I'm doing, but I would love for you guys to fuck with what I'm doing from an informed standpoint in terms of what you stand for and what you going to do. You know what I'm saying? From readings. I never want to be a person that constantly had readings lined up because I don't want you to depend on my intuition to the point where you forgot that you could depend on your own. You know? People talk mess about you know, um, preachers and things like that. But then they'll go follow a spiritual leader or follow up a civil rights activist with that same blind faith that they sat there and shit on a person for because they go to church every Sunday and listen to the preacher, man. It's not necessarily just a religious thing is what I'm saying. Blind faith can be in anybody, anybody. It could be in a mentor. It could be in an elder. It can be in, um, it could be in a celebrity. It could be, I mean, shit, you see Stan culture. I mean, that's, that's, it's everywhere. So what I'm saying is, when it comes to civil rights matters, that blind faith is also applicable there. So when you see these kind of things, remember, you have the choice to think for yourself first and do the due diligence with someone's telling you what to do. I mean, even with me, if I'm saying to please do your due diligence and research and fact check before you believe in something, you'll be like, OK, well, shit, that's what she's telling me to do. What does it mean to be well informed? What does it mean to do diligence? How you fact check? You can do that. That's fine. Like, I mean, shit. So it's just, I don't know. I'm just, I just really want people to remember, like, you have the power to stay in control of your choice to follow or not follow what's going on. And when you're following what's going on in the world, you have the choice to kind of say, ah, it's my limit, it's my stop, I'm out. And if you're able to come back to it, then cool. If you don't want to come back to it, you have the right to do so. You have the right to not let people belittle you for how you have these boundaries set. Sometimes people think that stomaching black trauma is a badge of honor. It's not. It's never been. That's almost like, you know, people arguing about who had a harder life. Like, shit, well, everybody got a hard life to a degree, depending on the circumstances. So it's almost like to, to go. It's almost like like pissing contests over adversity is just not cool for me. Pissing contests about who can stomach the most deaths they've seen. It's, it's never been cute to me. I think it's counterproductive. I think it's I think it's divisive. So for me, you know, I just don't want people to to feel ashamed because somebody's told them since they don't see something the way, you know, they don't see these videos that are very traumatizing, that they're not any less involved or any less invested or any less um concerned about what's going on. And also again, if it's too much, there's nothing wrong with that. You're not weak. Cause sometimes you'll get framed, oh well you can't you can't handle it because I guess it's gonna damage you. Yes, the fuck it will. It can. A lot of things. Nobody's all strong out here. Nobody's 100% strong to where nothing affects them. I don't believe that. I think people that say that, that's a defense mechanism, right? To protect them from whatever has hurt them from hurting them again. Um, but I just want to, again, if people try to frame it like you weak, you ain't weak. You strong. It takes a strong person to set a boundary and be self-aware to the point where they know what works and what doesn't. And then enforce that boundary or that strength, baby. Give yourself a pound in the back. Kudos. Somebody that knows that power of choice is a very strong person. And I think sometimes in media, they want us to forget that so they can, again, push whatever messages, push whatever is out there with these um, 
with these conscious and subconscious messages so that we can follow blindly. I just want to remind people, you don't have to do that shit. Um, wow, 24 minutes? Well, I mean, shit, we might as well make it a whole episode. Here we are. Here we are, unpolished, unproduced. We out here. It's raw, live, direct. I'm sitting here. My neighbors is killing the reggaeton right now. You probably hear it. You probably not. But, um, but yeah, so just remember, man, know when to cut off. I've been making so many gifs, and I know some of y'all going to be like, what the hell just got to do with this conversation? I decided to do a different approach to how I put out my content. Um, all of my content is meant to be informative, right? Not from a high horse perspective. It's from a just like you perspective because that's what it is. I'm just like y'all. I'm going through stuff every day. Just like y'all. I'm working to be better. Just like y'all. I got shit to work through in terms of being better with myself and improving. And, um, and, and self-accountability is never ending. Just like y'all. So with my gifs, if you guys have went to Jiffy, which is G-I-P as in Paul, H-Y, Jiffy. G-I-P-H-Y. And you search spiritual homegirl with no spaces. Um, you'll see all of my stuff. And if you notice, a lot of my gifts and, and stickers have been infographics. I have 14 ways to de-stress and um, how you can do that solo. I split them up into two parts, though. One has seven. The other one has seven. So I, I'm leaving things so people can find ways to... Um, Find these little bits of information while they're searching for their GIFs. Um, because I really want people to kind of find uh, solace or find a little bit of gain that can kind of help them down the line. Um, what else have I had up there? Um, I mean, the one I've been seeing that got a lot of views is don't let these folks take your energy. That was like a, a experiment. Like, okay, well, I mean, let's see if, it, if people, you know, see it. And that's been one of the top viewed uh, gifs that's out there so i'm like okay so i see that it's working so i just want to if you look at jiffy you want to look at some inspirational gifs that you want to send to your uh to your friends or post on your stories on instagram or post on twitter or post on facebook um and if you have iphone all you gotta do is enable the giphy keyboard and it'll take you to that so where you don't have to go outside to the site or there's an app as well um on the phone on the uh, app store but if you want to send those over or just kind of do it for yourself, you can do that. I purposely made them for you all so that y'all can find them. And in the midst of sending the the ratchet gifts and the and the dancing gifts, because if it's one thing I love on Twitter, I love them damn gifts. I do. I love them because Twitter has the best collection of gifts. But if you want to share them with people, you can. You can share, you know, if you want to pass on something a little different. Like if someone is sad and you want to kind of send them like, um, we gonna get through it. That was one. I, that's another one I made. We we gonna get through this. Like you can send those kind of um gifts. Cause what I noticed is that I didn't see a lot of those that were out there where it was like inspiration to help people. So I was kind of like, all right, let me switch up. Let me switch up. So I decided to make those, and I hope you guys enjoy them. So it's been a lot of things I kind of been working on in terms of um creating things that are slowly. Uh, not I won't say slowly. They're like seeds. I've been making seed content for a while. That's another reason why you haven't seen me or heard from me, at least on the way that I would like to be heard from, from you all on this podcast. Also, I've been busy with the uh, aromatherapy. Y'all asking, okay, me busy. Okay, thank you so much. Thank y'all for supporting your girl through the pandemic um, because everybody took a hit with this, myself included. So it's been very dope to see y'all show up for me. And um, however you deemed possible and, and however you deem you could with your with your uh, finances. I know things are tight. So you guys have no idea how important. Um, 
how important it is to make the choice to do that because support is a very big deal. I think people don't put enough respect on support. Um, I really, I really appreciate it. Y'all have no idea. It makes me happy to be busy to make these orders. It makes me happy to be able to um, talk about wholesaling these um, inhalers because they were designed to help first and foremost. A few years ago, I did a test with them and I really enjoyed them. But then I wanted to relaunch them, but I just couldn't. I couldn't figure out why, like why I couldn't. It was like, yeah, I'm gonna relaunch them. But in terms of like, you know how when y'all want to do something, when it feel right in your heart, you do it. It felt like it wasn't the right time. I was like, nah, it's too soon. And I'm like, what you mean? The fuck you mean it's too soon? I just did a test a few years ago. It's the time is now. So I kept trying to find ways to like figure out, well, maybe I can do it this day. Maybe I can do it that way. And the launch date was actually going to be around my birthday in Aries season. The quarantine happened a week and a half before. And I ended up launching during that time anyway. And I was kind of like, oh, man. Okay. But what kind of confirmed it for me was when I myself started having my own moments with trying to adjust the quarantine. I had a rough five days when things started. And I think the hardest thing for me was realizing that I couldn't hug my grandmother anymore um, or that I couldn't go to Georgia and go do it. And that fucked with me so bad. And I had a moment for like five days where I was just pissed. I was going through so many emotions. And I remember sitting here at the house and being like, making blends. I had already had a whole bunch of blends anyway. Because, you know, when you're in uh, aromatherapy certification, you have to make your own blends. And the teacher has to approve it or not. Your class has to go through it and look at them. And I had already had a whole bunch of blends on deck. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to just make something different. And when I got into my um, counselor training, I was like noticing. And I've already kind of noticed it anyway. But when you get into more aspects of study you start to figure out the connection between things you've already studied i noticed that i could really put that to good use so i was like you know what i'm gonna merge the two here and i'm going to make a blend that's going to assist with the lungs because this this is a really good blend for a good oil for lungs um with the mind this is good for brain fog and good for clearing the mind and helping to refocus and energize and then this blend is good for um, and from a spiritual aspect, this is used in like meditation and things like that. And I already had did the, the crystals before. So I was like, well, I'm just going to, I mean, crystals also energetic support as well. So I just, I mean, I, I just, I don't know. The blend kind of came up and I made it for myself and I was like, oh, I like this. And I said, I wonder if people will like these and, and sure enough, they love them. And I'm so happy. I get good reviews on them all the time and it just makes me so it makes me a little emotional sometimes. So I'm like, damn, like this really is helping people get through a crisis. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm so grateful to be in the opportunity to serve. It makes me feel so, it makes me feel great. And it's not about feeling great, but just knowing that somebody is able to survive another another day or someone was able to be calmed down in a, in a, in a moment's notice or they're able to use something that I've I've given them to help. Like, it's a different kind of feeling. Because I really feel like the impact is, I mean, you can make an impact different ways. But in this moment right now, like, it's it, with this whole this whole quarantine and, and all this other foolishness that's going on in the world. Like, it's, I'm like, man, I'm so glad that helped you. You know what I'm saying? I'm so grateful to you. That it, that it helps you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just really, really happy about that. So, um, that has been amazing. I have been very busy with those orders. Matter of fact, I got an order I got to make 
now, actually, before my live, because my live is, is 1240 right now. The live is starting at three. So I probably um, got like maybe an hour or so to kind of handle this before I, before it's time to get popping. But but yeah, so that's what's been going on. And then my puzzle book, I sent a few puzzle books out so people can keep themselves busy. So it's like busy, busy. So it's cool. I'm really excited. So the thing I was going to launch yesterday, that I'm going to launch next week. It's in the same line of what that is. Everything is designed to help calm at this point. We need some calm in our life. It's so chaotic. I know y'all know. Some of y'all dealing with it better than others. Some people ain't trying to deal with it at all. But I just know that whatever people decide to do, I want to create options to help people get through. And that's that's basically it's kind of been where I'm at with, with spiritual hunger. I mean, it's always been that way. But it's a it's a more urgent priority at this point. I hope y'all hear the urgency in my voice when I say that it's very very urgent. Um, so I'm just man, it's been it's very a very interesting journey with this whole quarantine. Um, I've been journaling a lot. Uh, I've been helping. Um, I've been helping you know my dude with what he has going on. You know he got some things he's working on. I've just been you know doing the. Doing things, you know, that partners do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Making sure, you know, because I feel like partnership is a two-way street. You should be able to help your partner, you know, with whatever they need. And they should be able to help you if they have the capacity for it and if you have the capacity for it. So it's just been a lot of, you know, like he's setting up things with his with his business. And it's just been very, it's been very cool to um to help. And um, growing food, the garden outside, I'm making me a little mini food for us. I'm really excited about that. Round one of the mini food forests is going very well. Round two is going slow as hell because I did herbs this time around. And what I forgot was that herbs take about 10 to 21 days to germinate. Not grow, y'all. Germinate. So for the damn seed to be like, okay, we're going to sprout a little something. Sometimes it takes 10 to 21 days. And I forgot that. Then there was one day where California was 90 degrees. And my little seedlings took a beating, okay? I lost... Maybe six. Now I think about it, maybe six. I lost about four sunflower seedlings, which were beautiful and strong. And I lost like two bean seedlings. So I was hurt. I was like, damn, my little seedlings. I'm sorry. I failed you. I put you in the heat. You wasn't ready. But the good thing about gardening is that gardening teaches you these kind of lessons. Sometimes you think you give it something what it needs. In this case, I thought I was giving my seedlings the sun they needed, but the sun hurt them. It killed them. Um, some of them or sometimes you think the the seeds that you sow just gonna sprout just because that's what you used to no it takes a lot of time and sometimes some seeds ain't gonna sprout so if they don't sprout what you gonna do you gonna reseed again i am so it's a lesson learned sometimes it doesn't happen that way sometimes things happen with outside of your control that you you know there's nothing you can do about it you can give something what you think it needs but there may be something missing you just have to figure it out Maybe it didn't get enough water. Maybe you didn't plant enough seeds to see if the chance for one of them to grow would have been more um, more of a potential. Maybe you didn't give it enough uh, vitamins. Maybe you didn't give it enough sun. You know what I'm saying? Or maybe it was too much sun. Maybe it was too much water. Maybe you put too many seeds in there and now everybody's crowded and nobody, uh, can't nobody have room to grow on their own with their own space. So gardening has taught me so much about um, about just life. And it's just, it's always a never ending lesson. I mean, I've been gardening like successfully. When I say successful, I mean, because I was killing shit in the beginning. I ain't know nothing about 
proper sunlight and nothing in the beginning. Um, but I've been gardening, like doing, you know, successful gardening for five years now. So it's just been kind of like a wow. Like it's never, it's never something that I don't learn. Like, you know what I'm saying? Oh, that was grammatically incorrect. Hold on. Let me reset that. I always get a lesson from gardening. It's not that, it's not that I just know it all. And all of a sudden there's something in gardening that I just can't learn from. I can always learn something from gardening. So it's always been very rewarding for me to do it so we like i said we got a mini food for us my neighbor growing food i'm growing food we're gonna grow food together you know if if he got something he gonna share if i got something i'm gonna share if she got something she gonna share if i got something i'm gonna share so it's just been you know teaching me a lot about just again more life lessons patience needs expectations never having entitlement um and also community and um yeah i think on that note with the uh, 37 minutes in i think this is a good place to stop the episode if you're on instagram spiritual home girl facebook spiritual home girl don't forget i got an instagram live coming up today at 3 p.m pacific 6 p.m eastern with my dog jeremy 13 jeremy's he is going to talk about sidereal 13 stein astrology we're going to talk for about an hour if you're curious about it please tap in um, it's going to be a very respectful conversation, um, as I like to have respectful conversations with all of my tribe that I bring on there. And I will be bringing more of them to uh, to these lives as we continue to progress. My girl Donna's on the way. She on deck. She'll be talking about nail care and how to take care of your hands um, during this uh, this pandemic, especially with all that washing of your hands. We're going to talk about a lot of that as well. So we're, we're bringing a lot of good stuff um, to the platform and um i'll continue to be on jiffy spiritual homegirl no spaces on jiffy if you want to look at some of those info or inspirational uh gifs and stickers the crystal infused moment therapy inhalers the spiritual homegirl shirts the medits uh oop, i almost said <laughs> i almost spilled the beans but um <laughs> that ain't ready yet but um the puzzle books the spiritual homegirl shirts the hoodies the the tank tops on the way like we're we're gonna relaunch everything in the store everything so um spiritualhomegirl.shop is there um let's see is there anything else the youtube channel there i'm doing a reintroduction video for those that well i mean y'all listen to the podcast y'all already know what i stand for but for those that don't know what i stand for that's on the way uh, some people kind of find you on Instagram or social media and don't realize that you kind of started from a podcast first, everything second. Sometimes you got to remind people of like who you are. Uh, sometimes look coming in five, ten posts don't really illustrate it. So I'm going to do another video talking about what um, what spiritual hunger is and, you know, who I am and, and how those both um, intertwine. This is not a character. Y'all know me. This ain't no shit I put on. I put on a hat or put on gold teeth and I'm woo spiritual hunger. Voila. No, not at all. Um, it was a nickname that kind of turned into, you know, what we see today. So it's always been me, always will be. So I'll be doing that, reintroducing myself. And it's just going to be a lot of, a lot of shit, a lot of good shit, a lot of good content coming out. Um, the project with DJ Fresh is on the way. Um, and that's really excited. I'm really excited. I'm, ex- I'm excited as hell about that. Um, and you'll see. Just stay tuned. That's all I can say. Stay tuned. If you haven't signed up for Tribe Letter, please do so. Also at spiritualhomegirl.com, make sure you click that confirmation. Once you get that um, that email confirmation to make sure that you officially sign up. If you don't see it in your inbox, just check your spam folder, okay? But that's about it. I will catch you on Instagram live in about an hour and a half. And I love you guys very, very much. And I will talk to y'all later. Peace. Oh, wait. And don't forget, trust the journey and trust yourself. 
Now we already five thousand. Peace. <laughs>